Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, April 8th. Welcome any suggestion for improving your ideas. At the same time, protect them from others meddling. Be clear in your mind as to your true intentions. It's a very interesting point, and there's no, there, this is a whole book of suggestions, and Swamiji basically moves around the diamond, so to speak. You know, human relations life itself is a multifaceted diamond. And depending on which side of the diamond you're standing on, uh, different facets will show them to you. If you are a person who needs to learn to stand up for himself or to speak her mind, regardless of what other people are saying, then from that angle, um, that, that's what shines forth. Put, think of it like this. Our, um, our effort toward enlightenment, we tend to think of it as linear which is we all start here and we all end up at one point and it's a straight line from the beginning to the end. So we just keep going through these very clear, exact stages and some people are ahead and some people are behind and it's all very, this is what you do. That's what dogmatic spiritual teaching is. That's what dogmatic religion is. It's just clear cut and it's the same for everyone. Self-realization is quite different because what we're doing when we're... uh, uh, I mean, the, the, well, the principle of self-realization is different because what we're doing is we're growing our own spirituality from the inside out. Um, another way to put it, although this sounds a little bit, well, it is. this sounds like the outside in, but it's the same way of saying it. If you have a wheel and you have a hub at the center and, you, and everyone is moving from the periphery of their being to their origin point, and the more we move away from the periphery toward the origin point, the more we all become like one another, except that if we're moving from the north to the center, we're going due south. If we're moving from the south to the center, we're going due north. And so two people can both be moving directly into their center, but they can literally be going in opposite directions. Because one, for example, may be just too hot-headed and is always just telling everybody off and demanding to do it their own way and has no idea of cooperation or respect for other people. And the other person on the other side could be just much too timid and always giving up their own ideas if other people, you know, say the slightest controversial thing, peace at any price, even at the price of truth. And so we can both be moving exactly in the direction that we're trying to move, but we're, we're doing exactly the opposite thing. And also, progress is not necessarily linear. Progress often is, is all kinds of zigzagging directions and even shooting past the center point, but not necessarily through the center point, just getting a little off and then continuing, coming from the south, going north, but shooting past the midline. And then all of a sudden we've gone too far and now we have to literally start going south again, but then we get deflected. But nonetheless, the whole process is moving gradually toward the hub of the wheel. So, so every piece of advice, the way Swami Kriyananda put it in, a, in his autobiography, The Path, which was really a story about the path, the spiritual path, 
It was true teaching as individual. So every one of these ideas that Swamiji is presenting in this 366 options for how to be an integrated, a happy, a successful, a wise, and a well person um, is based on the center point of, of, of harmony and balance and uh, attunement with higher truth that is our true nature and that is the true goal of all our enterprises, but how to get there. And so it's not as if these ideas contradict each other, um, but they have to be sensitively applied. One of the very important seminal books that Swami Kriyananda wrote, he wrote it in 1972, um, and it's still published with very little editing since that time. It's called The Art and Science of Raja Yoga. Now, Raja Yoga is the full integration of the practice of self-realization. It's not just yoga postures, but it's yoga in the sense of, uh, of what the word really means, which is union, which is all the dualities of life are, are resolved in union, in oneness with higher truth. And it's a, an ancient science, and it, it includes meditation and right attitude and healthful living and just everything that there is to combine together to make life correctly. And it is a science because there is an objective reality to the way we're made, just as our physiology is objective, that when people need to do a heart operation, they always cut in the same place. They don't go down to your knee in search of your heart because they won't find the heart there. The heart is always, you know, here in the chest, actually because it's related to the heart chakra. It's related to that center of spiritual energy from which the physical then manifests. And even though people's physiology varies enormously, you will never find the heart at the ankle or the knee. You will always find it inside the chest. And so it is with spiritual principles. Um, there's a science to it. There is a necessity when we wish to become in tune with higher realities. We have to draw our energy inward. We can't live at the periphery of our physical form. We can't always be thinking about what we're touching, what we're tasting, what we're smelling, what we're seeing. We have to bring our attention to the source of that so that we feel, even as we look and as we touch and as we taste, that we're doing it from, from the internal source of that, not just stuffing it in from the outside, that our experience emanates from who we are on the inside. And just as the physical heart will always be found in the chest, but there is enormous variation once you're inside the chest as to what is going on with that physical heart. What's going on with us spiritually and on more subtle levels is literally endlessly variegated because every individual jiva, that's the unique spark of divinity that we are, has a unique destiny. This is the no two snowflakes are alike. No, every soul has its own song to sing. Every child of God has its unique destiny. And these are not, these are not sentiments. These are facts. So when Swami's writing about the science of Raja Yoga, which is these are the chakras, this is how the kundalini rises, this is the result of this kind of meditation, these are the laws of health that generally apply to the body, vital foods versus devitalized foods, vegetarianism versus... A, a, a diet that's too heavy in red meat or pork, the ones that are the worst, as opposed to chicken or, or fish or so on. These are just objective facts. However, 
there is an art to doing it. That's why he calls it the art and science. It's, it's just like an artist. Every artist can go to the art store and buy all the same paints. And they're all sitting there with this workbox. It's all the same paints. You have all these same colors. You have the canvas. You can have identical brushes. But how you then put those colors together, what brush strokes you use, what brush you use, how much of each color, where on the canvas, that, that the picture comes out uniquely different for each person. That's the art of it. The science is the same. Let's say it's the box of colors, same box of colors. But the art of it is how you put them together, not only from, the, from an other people's objective idea of what's attractive, but also from your inner core, what really, what really says what I want to say. And that's what we're working with here. And that's why it, the, the ideas vary from place to place. So Swami so here, this is a, uh, an interesting balance of all of it. Welcome any suggestion that will improve your idea. Be interested in what other people have to say. Many people who may yet know less about the subject than you and may be less attuned to you know, what it is you're trying to do may still have an inspiration. That is a true inspiration. I found it interesting sometimes when I've been in the position of being asked for advice or to help guide someone through something that may be a little difficult for them. How sometimes people will they, they, even if they ask me, they don't really want to know. <laughs> or more than that, they will not believe that true, true good advice can come from any source but their own inner self. That God can speak to me through me, but God cannot speak to me from anyone else. And it, it, sounds, it sounds smarter than it actually is. Because if any human being can get divine guidance, including me, any human being can get divine guidance. And other people can get divine guidance about me, sometimes better, because they're not so personally involved and they just may see something that I'm too close to or too uh, attached to or averse to, to be able to understand. Now, that doesn't mean in any way that I know better than you or that my friend knows better than me. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that it's possible. And if it's possible, what we want is truth. And, and again, what is, it, what is it that we're looking for? Do we want to be just, we, do we want to get our way? Or do we actually want to follow the best and the brightest and the most true path that's available to us? So Swami has a very simple thought. Welcome any suggestions that people might have to improve what you're thinking. But don't let them meddle. And I love that word. Metal is just exactly the right word, which is don't let them just insert themselves and start mucking around with what you're doing if they don't really have anything to, to give to you. And people like to meddle. It's just a, it's just a funny characteristic. And meddling is, meddling is the word I never really thought of until I met Swami. <laughs> and it was sort of like just getting too involved in things that don't concern you that are other people's business or their destiny to work out. But one rushes in and begins to sort of just, well, the only word is meddle. It just meddles in their lives. I myself have been guilty of it, um, thinking that I was being helpful. Suddenly, I'm, I haven't been invited. I'm not particularly welcome. And I'm just meddling in their lives. Um, and it's, generally speaking, not appreciated. Even when my own parents were going into the, the, their declining years, and they had a cycle of declining years. 
in which they needed help. At, for a time, I was just meddling in their lives. They, they had taken care of themselves quite well for quite a long time. It was true that there was some physical diminishment, at, and then there was a little bit of mental diminishment, which they're two different issues that had to be worked with. But I just sort of rushed in and began ordering them about. And there was no need for that. I was just meddling. That was nothing. I wasn't really improving their lives. I was just meddling. And so what Swami says to protect yourself about that, against that, is to be clear about what you're really trying to accomplish. Just, just really know where you're trying to go and how I think I'm going to get there. And then you can tell the difference between people who actually really have a good suggestion and people who are just getting in the middle of it and they shouldn't be there. Now, of course, how to deal with people who meddle is a whole nother issue, but it's easier to do if we know where we're going. I've actually, I, I'm, I can't think in the moment of, of an actual example, but I know that I've had this issue before. When people have given me advice and I've been able to say, well, yes, but that's not what I'm trying to accomplish. For example, it might be a case where I've involved someone else and I've turned certain responsibilities over to someone, which has happened. And I've certainly seen it with Swami Kriyananda. He'll have a project, have an objective, that's the project. But one of his objectives is to give someone else an opportunity to exercise their creativity, to take responsibility, even to allow them to make mistakes if they're going to make mistakes. And I, now I can think of it in reverse, I can meddle in the situation either by um, trying to persuade Swami not to let them have their opportunity or by stepping in and getting involved when I was never invited. There was a, a very specific case of that now that I think about it. When Swami was starting uh, the ashram in San Francisco and I, um, I just wanted to go to San Francisco. I was bored where I was and I was restless. But it wasn't my job, and he really didn't want me. He, 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 what he was trying to accomplish was, yes, he was trying to start a center, but it wasn't just what he wanted, it was who he wanted it from. I've heard that thought elevated all the way to the, the words, uh, God's will, which is very relevant. Someone said to me, it isn't just a question of what God wants, it's who God wants it from. And that enormously clarified things to me because then I saw that my contribution should be to help that person achieve what they were trying to achieve, not to meddle in their destiny by trying to take the responsibility away from them. Swami said that sometimes about trying to evaluate the, the, uh, the consciousness of a great master. He said a lot of times you don't even know what they're trying to accomplish. So it's impossible for you to tell whether they're doing it well or not. Because they might have an objective or a goal for someone's destiny that you don't know anything about. And in reverse, be very clear about what you're trying to accomplish. And then you can take any input that people want to give you. Because you have a point of solid um, understanding from which you can evaluate, accept, or reject. So, Swamiji says... Welcome any suggestion for improving your ideas. At the same time, protect them from others meddling. Be clear in your mind as to your true intentions. Joy to you, my friends. Mm -hmm.
Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.